Hello and welcome to the 1 160 of a second photography podcast. In my last episode, I talked about getting back shooting, haven't done anything since, but I want to talk about the editing of that shoot. So on that shoot, I was shooting a male model. I didn't ask how old they were, but, but they're fairly young and fresh faced. So I'd say they're in their 20s, although that's just a complete guess. So I met them very close to where they live. And we just did sort of a walk around shoot out on the street in daytime. It was overcast in England, so that that was fine. It was about midday, I think. I took with me, I packed very light, didn't take any flash, didn't take any kit like that. I took um, Canon DSLR, a crop sensor, 200D, with a 50mm Sigma lens. I took my Micro Four Thirds body with a 17mm lens. Now, it's a manual focus lens, but it did go down to f1.8. The Canon had the lens on that went down to f1.4. And I took with me my iPhone. And I planned to use all three cameras and see what the difference was. And really, I wanted to see, could anyone spot that I was using an iPhone? Well, the model could spot I was using an iPhone because I was getting it out. But what I'm talking about is in the end images. Could anyone spot I was using an iPhone? Have I been an idiot and I just could have used an iPhone all along? I don't know. So that was one of the aims of this shoot or sort of an experiment of this shoot. So I got home. I edited the images about a week later. And of course, my Adobe subscription has run out, so I didn't have Lightroom. So I used Filmulator as my raw editor. And of course, it's not as good as Lightroom. Lightroom is pretty much the industry standard. Everyone's always very happy with Lightroom. It's very fast. Filmulator, though, was free and it was on my PC because I tried it out some time ago. Bit of a steeper learning curve than what I'm used to with Lightroom. Certain things you just can't do in it. But I will say, once I got used to it, I was pretty happy with the results. I didn't need to do any retouching because it was a male model. If I shoot a female model, I do the variety, not the variety, I do the majority of my retouching using Lightroom. I rarely go into Photoshop. I thought I might go into Photoshop um, editing this this shoot and I'd plan to use and try out um, a free online Photoshop editor, but I never, I didn't need to really. So In Lightroom, I can retouch skin, I can soften skin, I can do quite a lot, I can clone things out. But really in the shots, no retouching was needed. Nothing really needed to be cloned out apart from one image, which I'll talk about later. So it was really just colour correction, white balance, you know, and cropping. And Filmulator was absolutely fine for that. And I was happy to have that for free. So I used that to edit the images. I had well over 100 images to go through and Filmulator wasn't the best for reviewing images. It's really not as good as Lightroom for reviewing RAWs, but I'm not going to complain about it. So I picked out the best images. I picked out one from the iPhone. Now, I think I used, I edited eight images and I sent across eight images. One came from the iPhone. One came from the from the Micro Four Thirds camera and the rest were from the Canon DSLR. Now, why was that? Well, one, they I took the most using the Canon. They looked the best from the Canon. It was the right lens, really. So it was a portrait lens and that's the type of shoot I was doing. 
But the problem with the Micro Four Thirds one was it was really difficult to nail focus. So even if I dropped it down to 5.6, I found I couldn't really, using the viewfinder, the EVF, nail particularly good focus with a manual lens. So I got those manual lenses for video work with the Micro Four Thirds body, and they're fine for video work where it doesn't matter if you sort of slip in and out of focus or you take a while to get the right focus. It's all part of the charm. In video, not so good. So not so good. Um, it was nice and light to use. A little bit top heavy because the lens is more weight than the body. But ultimately, I only use one and there was quite a lot of chromatic aberrations. That's not the end of the world. You can remove that in editing or you can just go black and white. And I quite like black and white portraits anyway, so chromatic aberrations, not a problem, although not particularly well controlled by this lens, but it was a, I think, 100 pound Chinese manual focus lens, so I, I really can't complain. Now, when it came to the iPhone photo, I edited the photo on the iPhone. I used portrait mode. And it's one of the best images I've got. You can't really tell it's on an iPhone unless you pixel peep. If you pixel peep, you can see there are areas that are blurred that in reality, in real life, you wouldn't get blurred. So if you used a DSLR or normal camera, you wouldn't get the blur. And that's because it's, the blur is applied after the photo has been taken computationally and the iPhone will occasionally make errors. So some things will be blurred. And the classic one is if you held your hand up and you spread your fingers out between the fingers, that would be blurred. But really, it would only be the fingers that should be blurred, particularly if your hand is in the foreground. Now, I had a very similar thing because the person was sat on a bench. So it meant that between the slats of wood, it was blurred when maybe it shouldn't have been. So I leveled the photo in the iPhone's photo editing app or the Photos app because there was a wall, there was a bench, the person was sat on a bench. So leveling was important and that being straight was very important. And I could do that. I switched it to black and white. I pressed the auto button, saw what that gave me. I was pretty happy with that and I tweaked it as I wanted. Then I dropped the saturation to zero to get it in black and white. But I wasn't quite happy with the image because it, it being England and being a fairly windy day, there were leaves on the ground and those leaves were distracting. So I used an app to retouch and get rid of those leaves. So the app was called Retouch. It's a paid app. I think it cost £1.50. And it allowed me to just clone over and clone out and magically remove a variety of leaves that are on the floor. So once that was done, the image was good to go. And unless you were looking for it, you wouldn't know it was shot on an iPhone. In fact, you would only look for it if someone said, which one was shot on an iPhone? So yeah, why would you look for it? You wouldn't know to look for it and you wouldn't look for it. So can you do a shoot with an iPhone? Yes, you can. Can you get good results with an iPhone? Yes, you can. Now I'll caveat that with I was using the iPhone 13. So it has to be a more modern iPhone to get the portrait mode and use the blurring. So I was very, very happy. So will I one day just retire the DSLR? 
No, but it does mean that I don't need to take a wide angle lens out with me because I'll have my iPhone on me and I'll be happy with that. You don't want to turn up at a shoot just whipping your phone out um, because clearly the other person has expectations. And like I say, the majority of the images came from my Canon DSLR. Really, that was just a specialty image from my iPhone and it worked and it was good. So it is possible to get very good images on the iPhone. You can even edit them on the iPhone and they're pretty good. I ran the images through um, JPEG Mini because I always do that when I'm sending people images. It just cuts down on the upload speed, the upload cost and the storing cost. And JPEG Mini works without having any visual degradation, but it just reduces the file size. So that was my shoot. Probably going forward till the end of Christmas, I'm either going to have a break or I'm going to reduce the frequency and I'm going to go from one a week to maybe two a week. I'm yet to decide, but you'll see what happens when I post my next episode. Stay tuned. If I don't see you before Christmas, have a great holiday, have a great Christmas, and I'll catch you next time. Thank you. Goodbye.